T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hello, fellow patriots and liberty lovers everywhere. In on the text line, Bobby, in response to your caller, Charles, uh, security. (laughs) We have, uh, we do have some here at Stately McLean Manor, but uh, I missed my opportunity to uh, call them in and the uh, trap door wasn't working. Six minutes after six as we get going here in the fourth and final hour for this week. It is, of course, the bonus hour and the Friday free-for-all. And as always, your input is invited, encouraged, and welcomed. And here's how you join me and be a part of the conversation today. Just grab the phone and call me. Use the Ingalls Advantage talk line 800-347-1063. Common Sense Retirement Planning text line number 71307. And my email address, Bob at 1063WORD.com. To the phones, because it is the all-skate here on Friday. Can talk about anything you would like to. Uh, We uh, head to Woodruff to lead off with Stephanie. Hello, Steph, and welcome to the show. Hey, Hey, Bobby Mack was a little cool on on the golf course today, wasn't it? It was a little nippy early on, but once the sun came out, it was sweet. You got that right. I got 8.30 tea time tomorrow, so it's going to be a little bit on the chilly Ooh, side. Yeah, supposed to be down, what, low 40s uh, early tomorrow morning? Yeah. 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 Time to uh, time to drag the cart heater out, Steph. Pretty much. Yeah. Hey, uh, I got a couple of, couple, three, four quick things here. Okay. Uh, were you talking about the uh, New York Yankees? Yes. I had Bobby Richardson, Elston Howard, and Yogi Berra. On the front wheel of my car, on my <laughs> bicycle. <laughs> had their uh, had their tops baseball cards. Yep, I had yeah. Whitey Ford, Sal Magley, and dang, if I didn't be stupid and put Mickey Mantle rookie card on the back wheel. Oh no, I just kiss lost over four thousand bucks. That's right, kiss that money goodbye. You had you had Sal the barber Magley on there. Yep. See, that's that's how old I am. I remember his nickname, Sal the Barber Magley, because he used to be a barber. Yep. <laughs> that yeah. self-explanatory. Yeah. I saw okay, all those. I, I saw. Two. I saw all those guys play because I was a fan of the Washington Senators. Uh, they used to play at Old Griffith Stadium, and uh, I saw right yep. in the dead of summer. You know, you know how hot and humid Washington D.C. is. 
uh, in the summertime. It's brutal. And I watched Yogi Bear in those old wool, uh, gray road uniforms the Yankees had. I watched Yogi Berra catch both ends of a doubleheader, and he went something something ridiculous, like nine for twelve. Unbelievable. I think I saw that game. <laughs> <laughs> I have a baseball that's signed by Whitey Ford. Nice. He was, well, uh, he pretty was, cool. Yeah, he was one of my heroes because I was a Little League left-handed pitcher, and uh, Whitey was my hero. And they, and they pitched they pitched nine innings. Yeah, they did. They A lot of times they would pitch a complete game. Yep. They pitched a complete game most of the time. Okay, item number two, Lindsey Grant. Mm-hmm. I will hold my nose and, I will hold my nose and vote, vote for him, but – Dang, you know, half the, at least half the time he is a Democrat in a Republican suit. Yeah, I hear you. I do. Uh, you know, and you watch when he brings somebody in and he questions them, it seems like he gives them an out. Well, he certainly uh, takes, takes, his, he takes his own sweet time about issuing subpoenas and getting people in there. Yeah, well, he doesn't do that. We we know he doesn't do that. But when he does get in there, it seems like when he's throwing a question at him, it seems like he's giving them an out. Yeah. Well, I guess you know it's it's in the category it's in the category, Stephanie, of uh, uh, he's worthless as a conservative, but he's our worthless conservative. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, right. Item number three: Bill Barr. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Chris Christie should, could have done a whole better job. I can think of a number of people that I would prefer to have seen in there. I mean, he didn't get rid of anybody. Yeah. Uh, you know, and didn't do any house cleaning. Okay, item number four. This is South Carolina. Right. If if Biden wins, do we secede? Uh, we did it before. Yeah, that's true. Of course, uh, that didn't have a happy ending, uh, and and it's no, it uh, didn't. It, it's a it's a starkly different time now uh, than uh, eighteen sixty eighteen sixty one was. But boy, I'll tell you what. Uh, if, I mean, if, when you're dealing between capitalism and socialism, yeah, right, or communism. If you want to go there, sure. Yeah, because you know. Biden repeat uh, Biden uh, Trump repeated again today in Florida. And by the way, he is the human energizer buddy. He did an, an event down in Ocala, Florida today. He spoke for at least ninety minutes. Uh, truly, and he's doing five events between now and uh, and Sunday. It, it's truly amazing. But uh, well, he's older than both of us. Yeah. Well, Isn't you know. He? He uh, he, well, he made. You're, you're probably tied with him. I'm I'm one year younger than him. But I tell you what, I have never seen such energy in my, all my entire life. Yeah, and this is a guy who three weeks ago was hospitalized with the deadly Wuhan flu, right? Yeah, and he's done it in a week. Yeah, truly, uh, truly incredible. Uh, th- uh, thank you for the call, Stephanie. Uh, don't don't forget the uh, cart heater in the morning, okay? A dozen minutes after six, uh, Governor Jimmy 
joins us next here on the Bobby Mack Show. He is, of course, the governor of Easley, South Carolina. Hello, Governor. How are you today? Well, I've had the virus the last three weeks. I've been quarantined. You had the you had the deadly Wuhan flu, and they didn't give me medicine one. And I asked them; they said it wasn't nothing you can have a giving for. What? Now, I who, didn't get no. Who That's said true. that? Honest to God, my doctor in CVS. Wow. Says, there was not a cure for it, so they made me suffer. I'm an old man for three weeks. I hear you. Now, my quarantine is up. Mm-hmm. Now, so look uh, out, world. No, it's been hard. It's been about like going to jail, and I've had and that listening all this crap. And that, that's what I want to get into. Yeah. Did you think? Do you think that the media thinks that they are supposed to run this? I ain't gonna say what I was gonna. You think this media thinks they're gonna run this country, and they think they should? They believe they do. Yeah, they believe they are the influence peddlers who tell everybody how to think. If you remember when Wilson stood up back in that time and he he said something smart to Obama. Although I didn't like Obama, I told you, I said, nobody should speak in office like that. Congressman uh, Joe Wilson at uh, Obama's first State of the Union where Obama said something and uh, Joe Wilson said, you lie. And he was yeah, right. Obama right. was lying. Obama lied for eight straight years. Yeah, well, but I'm saying this. Yeah, I know. Respect for the office. office. Right. I, I get it. Respect yeah. for the office and all that. I little old fat, blunt-headed husky talked to the president of my country. She dishonors me. Every soldier that's ever fought any war. And you and any other individual in this America. It doesn't matter what you believe. He's the president of the United States. Treat him with respect. No, they, uh, they, that's the last thing that they're going to do. Look, Savannah, Ju- Savannah Guthrie last night in that town hall, had, she was on a search and destroy mission. Uh, her, her bosses had told her, okay, you know, you got a chance to get out there and make Trump look bad. Make the most of it. And so she did. It was supposed to be a town hall, and the first 43 questions over 20-some-odd minutes came from her, and, and they allocated 10 questions to the civilians who were there in the town hall. Everybody knows what she was up to. All she did was embarrass herself. Well, what you know, I always thought a town hall is the mediator. It just says, uh, and these people in the audience or Miranda ask questions. Right, That's correct. That's what I thought it was. That's the way it well, should be. That wasn't the way that happened. I watched it. I mean, in other words, what I watched, uh, I, I watched it the way I watched it. They were just showing what they wanted to show. Right. I don't know. Maybe somebody else watched it different. I didn't. My MBC didn't pick it up. Well, I watched it. I thought. Uh, I thought maybe the. Uh... And I've got to run here because I got a break coming up. But thank you, Governor Jimmy. I appreciate the call and, and appreciate the point. Uh, I thought the most amusing tweet about uh, Savannah Guthrie and the supposed town hall on NBC last night, Ben Shapiro, who's a, a radio talk show host, uh, tweeted out, I think this morning, uh, he tweeted, uh, congratulations to Savannah Guthrie on her being named as uh, the Biden White House press secretary. 
That, that about says it all. 16 after 6 here on the Bobby Mack Show. We'll be right back. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Welcome back. 623 here on the Bobby Mack Show. In on the text line, uh, Bobby Slick Harrison commercial trying to get votes away from Graham and Bledsoe. Another texter says, a clever ad by Jamie Harrison to try split the vote. Uh, in point of fact, the only thing accurate in that uh, commercial is that uh, Bill Bledsoe is on the ballot. The reason he is is because the ballots were printed before Dr. Bill Bledsoe dropped out of the race and endorsed Lindsey Graham in the process. Okay? As the late, great Paul Harvey would have said, now you know the rest of the story. Uh, let's see. Uh, I am starting uh, in uh, Gaffney, Moneypenny. Is that right? Oh, starting with Ron. Sorry about that. He is in Spartanburg. Hi, Ron. Welcome to the Bobby Mack Show. Hey, Ron. How are you? Uh, good. Uh, you're Ron. I'm Bob. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. We're, we're, we're both old guys. Uh, <laughs> you can take that in consideration. Uh, tell me about it. <laughs> anyway, uh, ask me how I am. How are you, Ron? I'm wonderful. Excellent. That's a personal opinion. <laughs> yes, but it's also a fact, according to you. It's not, yeah, it's not copyrighted, so feel free to use it. <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> so um, I was going to talk about the Yankees, but uh, first I'd like a, a, to make a political uh, statement. All right, sir. 
any U.S. citizen or illegal alien that votes a Democrat is a fool. Uh, I agree. I, I thought you would. So now <laughs> let's get to the Yankees. Now let's, let's do. First of all, I, I wanted to thank you for your tribute uh, to Whitey Ford. He was a great one. And um, the reason I uh, called you was because I heard your uh, previous call earlier talk about Bobby Richardson. Yes. I grew up in Fort Lauderdale, and um, the old man was a avid Yankees fan. Mm -hmm. And uh, every, every Saturday and Sunday when they played, we uh, we, we watched the 12-inch black-and-white TV with the <laughs> antenna with the aluminum foil on it. <laughs> right, with the rabbit ears, yeah. Yeah, you, you remember. Yep. And uh, watched them play. But the, the big thing was was uh, if you remember right, they spring trained in Lauderdale. That's right. And uh, every every game, the old man dragged me there, and uh, I was a Richardson fan. I, uh, I was a second baseman, not because I was uh, great at second base, but because I overthrew – uh, from shortstop, so they put me on second base. <laughs> gotcha. Anyway, um, at the time, uh, all the boys there, uh, uh, Mano, Maris, uh, Barra, uh, Whitey Ford. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you were first baseman, you probably remember Scouring, right? Sure, Moose. Yeah, Moose Scouring. I bought a Bobby. I bought a uh, Wilson Bobby Richardson a second baseman glove. Ah, cool. After they kicked me off of shortstop. <laughs> right. And I had uh, several of the players sign that. That's when, uh, when you were a kid. If you leaned over to dugout when they were coming in. They would sign anything you handed them. Yeah, that's right. That was back in the days when Mano was marrying, uh, making uh, fifty-six grand, the highest-paid player in the league. Right. Holy cow! Fifties. <laughs> There's players today that make that much per game. No kidding. Yeah. Well, anyway, I wanted to thank you for the trip down Merrily Lane. My pleasure. Thank you, Ron. Good to have you here. 28 after 6 here on the Bobby Mack Show. In on the text line. Bobby, that wasn't an interview by Savannah Guthrie. It was an interrogation. The only thing missing was a bright light and rubber hose. They might as well have uh, gotten out the waterboarding team and forced him into confessing that he killed Jimmy Hoffa. Meantime, Slow Joe is not even getting slow-pitch softballs He's getting served up T-ball. <laughs> True enough. I uh, got to take a break for uh, Annie to uh, step in and update the news and then right back to your, your phone calls. It is the Friday free-for-all. Stay right there. We'll get to you. Coming up next here on the Bobby Mack Show on WORD.
Really a lovely autumn afternoon here in the upstate of South Carolina, now uh, leading into the evening as we wrap up the work week and the last half of the bonus hour here on the Bobby Mac Show. As we go back to the phones, uh, let's head to uh, Greenville and bring in Anita. Hello, Anita, and welcome to the show. Hello, Bobby Mac. I've got to say something first before I get into what I'm doing because I'm, I'm laughing so hard. The whole <laughs> search on your show it had to be, and I believe it wholeheartedly, Chris Chris the squirrel. After this year that we've had, it had to be a damn squirrel that predicted he was going to win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I, I saw there's a bakery uh, somewhere in Pennsylvania, and they do cookies for the two candidates. Uh, they have been yeah. right. They have been correct in how many cookies have been sold. They've been correct in the winner the last three presidential elections. And I checked today to see how the cookie sales are going. It is three yeah. to one for President Trump. Well, I like the fact that Chris Chris ate Biden's card. I mean, I, that was just <laughs> terrible. <laughs> yeah, that, that is entertaining, no doubt about it. <laughs> well, the reason, the reason I'm calling is about this. The censorship. Now I'm laughing. <laughs> the story yesterday about Biden, the New York Post story. Yes. And anyway, I was listening to Tara's show where they couldn't copy, you know, put it on their page. So right. I, I belong to several conservative groups on Facebook. So I, I, I about eight different groups, and I'm getting the word out, and I'm, I put on there. Let's see if they infringe on my First Amendment rights and uh, free speech rights. I mean, and so right. then I. Uh, uh, I was able to do it on groups. Now, get this, 100 or less. The ones, and I belong to some that, I mean, 65,000 plus. Right. And I'd get a thing that would say, I'm not allowed to post it there. So not only are they screening and censoring us, and if, if, they, if we're getting loud about it, well, okay, we'll just appease them. You know, if you've got less than 100, you're not going to make an impact with anything that you're doing. Notice right. that next time. Rush Limbaugh show, for example, his website, it, it, I got a thing on there and on Pete Hexf too, that was mm -hmm. telling me that the administration was not letting me copy it there, and that was of note. And another thing, everybody, all your audience, vote red. I don't care how bad a taste you got for Lindsey Graham. We can deal with him right. later. Yep. We've got to vote red. This country, we've just got a little a, a taste of what we're going to have, the, our, our free speech rights our right to assemble, our whole way of life. And now Trump, one thing that he has done, not only by just, I mean, he's actually, all of his campaign promises and more he's achieved. Get yes. over it. You don't like the man. Get over his personality. That's not what this is about. I mean, I'd much rather have somebody that I could just spit at him, you know, at, at times, mm -hmm. to do something that, that for this country, he loves this country, you got to vote red. We're losing it. We're on the verge. If we don't win this one, we may not ever come back. Because one thing he's done, he has exposed the Democrats, and now they're unabashedly telling us what they're going to do. And when you got the big tech and everybody else on board and the news media, and they're going to silence fifty percent of this country for right. their agenda, wake up, guys! And that's um, anyway. I'm sorry. I'm very impassioned about it. Vote yeah, red. Well. And and justifiably so. Thanks, Anita. I appreciate the call. And 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 on that on that uh, theme, uh, what's at stake here? Uh, it, it's very obvious what the left 
in this country wants. Now, those of you who have been with the show for a long time may remember that uh, during uh, the, the Iraq war uh, in uh, the sandbox, uh, my go-to guy there was a former Green Beret by the name of Michael Yawn. Uh, he did terrific reporting uh, during the Iraq War about uh, Al-Qaeda in Iraq and, and all the rest. Uh, since then, he has continued his reporting. He was in Hong Kong uh, during the uh, CHICOM's takeover of that uh, former British protectorate. Now he has returned to America and I got this from him today, and it's worth sharing with you. Dispatch number 20, Return to America. And this is from my friend Michael Yon. Portland falling. Continue to prepare for 2021. For the past several weeks, I've been going back and forth between Portland, Oregon, and next door Vancouver, Washington. Downtown Portland and Vancouver may as well be a thousand miles apart. Downtown Portland is filled with homeless people. Many, if not nearly all, seem mentally ill or severely addicted. One night, I was sitting by the Pioneer Courthouse watching Antifa battle with police when a man pushing a cart walked by. His face was completely painted green. This was about midnight, but with plenty of light to see his face. Green face walked down the sidewalk just by me singing, I love Satan, I love Satan, I love Satan. He kept singing this until he disappeared. Even if Antifa did not exist, this place would feel very dangerous. Murder rate, violent crime are soaring. Some of this from gang violence that now is left mostly unchecked, uh, other than cleaned up. Portland police are now so understaffed that their forces are down by roughly one-third. Any business person knows how this adds up. Big-time overtime during a pandemic economy, trade fights with hostile China, and a rapidly collapsing tax base. About 118 police have departed Seattle PD so far this year. It's just as bad here in Portland with another mass retirement scheduled for January. Already, Portland PD is so understaffed that daytime shift are skeleton crews. Numerous officers have told me other departments are poaching away trained officers with bonuses. High chance that only weeks from now, Portland will elect an openly communist mayor who is openly Antifa. She says clearly she will work to defund the police. At any rate, and at this rate, how long before Antifa are the police? Many people who have never been to the West Coast seem quick to write off California, Oregon, and Washington. But having spent about two years out here and back again, it's clear that the incredible West Coast is filled with millions of serious patriots who are simply outnumbered or at least politically outflanked. These are our people. Do not just turn your backs on Americans under siege. I've been physically present as eyewitness watching BLM Antifa calling publicly for mass genocide against whites and committing mass arson. The words were this clear over the loudspeaker, downtown by the park, in front of the federal building now under siege for roughly four months. No euphemism, no mealy mouth words, just straight talk about mass murder 
and Genghis Khan-style conquering, screaming for all the world to hear in front of media. Are you seeing this reported on CNN? The media was there. I was there. Do not write off Portland and the West Coast. This is America. It's ours. We need help out here. This place will go bankrupt for starters. Law enforcement needs support. I'll be out in the events for the next couple of days, then head to Seattle to continue to build the network, then back to Portland for last voting day. Hello, Washington, D.C. This is no drill. Want to see the future of America? If Biden wins? There you go. Michael Yan just spelled it out. Quarter before seven here on the Bobby Mack Show. Be right back. Welcome back. Closing minutes here in the bonus hour as we wrap up the week here on the Friday free-for-all in on the text line. Bobby, when did the uh, last Republican-led investigation result in indictments, charges, or resignations? Yeah, I can't recall either. To the phones we go. Let's head to Pickens and uh, bring in Alex here on the Bobby Mac Show. Hey, Alex, welcome. How you doing? I'm doing good. Experts are starting to realize that voter turnout's going to be through the roof. I mean, yep. typically 125 million people vote in these presidential elections, but turnout's going to be about 150 million. Those extra 25 million, you know, who, who rarely vote, you know, they, they're not polled that often. They're not contacted by the campaign. So I think the polling is going to probably be very inaccurate. I wouldn't be surprised if it's 10 percent nationally or 10 or 15 percent in the states, probably twice the polling error we had in 2016. Yeah, the, uh, the ones referred to as the shy voters. Uh, or the people who are under the radar. And look, a lot of people are hesitant uh, to tell a pollster or anybody else for that matter that uh, they're planning on voting for Donald Trump. And and we understand why. They feel like they have a bullseye on their back. If they do, they're under attack. Yeah, and I, but these extra 25 million, they're, they're not even being polled. So I think, right. you know, we got we to ask, why are they coming out, you know, for the first time or the first time in 10 years? And you can get some insight by looking at the guts in these polls. About 10% mm-hmm. support Biden because they like him, 15% because he's a Democrat nominee, 25% because they hate Trump. And on the other side, 40% of voting for Trump because they love him. You know, the most fired up voters, the ones that are standing in line for hours now, are coming from those two most fired up groups. That's the 40 percent who love Trump and the 25 percent who hate him. Right. And I think just doing that math, I mean, nearly two to one, I think Trump's going to win these extra 25 million voters that nobody saw coming. I wouldn't be surprised if he wins the popular vote. 
Yeah, you know, I would not be surprised to see that either. What is your feeling, Alex, about uh, uh, ballot harvesting and the cheating with the mail-in voting? Is it possible for that to be enough to tilt this? It could be. It's not in my calculation. I, I, there's no way to, to, to gauge it. Um, yeah. you know, hopefully Trump's rhetoric, he's been talking about it, and they're cracking down on it will scare people. But one right. of the things I think is interesting in our state, I think Trump's going to probably pull you know, at least 10% in our state. I think he's going to sweep Lindsey Graham in with him. Yeah, I think uh, so, I think too. Graham, yeah, Graham a couple of years ago realized that he was going to be running on the same ballot with Trump. And I think politically, I think he decided, hey, I need to get on the bandwagon with this guy, though I think he agrees with him, but I think that helped him as well. And that was a yeah, smart move. He's, yeah, I, I think so. And, and one thing Lindsay is, is a pretty smart politician. And, and something that should not be underestimated, and you probably are well aware of this, Alex, Lindsey Graham has one heck of a ground game. Yeah. And Trump does, too. I understand he's knocked on 14 million doors in swing states. And that, yep. that lies below the radar, too. But I want to make one more point. is um, The surprise I think we're going to have election night is how Democrats have lost the lock on their traditional base. Mm-hmm. Trump's going to do better with unions in every industry in the Rust Belt, public unions like police and fire. Those are Democrats run by Democrat machines in those cities. They're not going to vote for Biden. They're going to vote for Trump this time. Hispanic, Jews, black. I mean, blacks typically vote about... 8% for Republican. He's going to pull probably 13 to 15%. That's going to help him in places like North Carolina and Michigan and Florida. The Jewish vote, they usually pull 25%, and Trump's going to do much better than that. That's going to help yep. him in places like Florida and Pennsylvania. Absolutely. Um, it, it's interesting. I, 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 think, I think that Donald Trump is going to get the highest black vote of any Republican who ever ran for president. I think there are uh, a lot of people, a lot of people in the minority communities now who look at this stuff and realize they've been sold a bill of goods for decades. Uh, you've got Biden out there saying, well, if he ain't black, uh, you know, and all that stuff. Uh, if, if there's well, a closet. Just how, just, yeah, yeah just go ahead. Kind of Antifa hijacked, you know, the, the movement of BLM. I mean, right. Antifa just hijacked. Exactly. Look at all these people being arrested. They're not black. They're right. white. Yeah, it's not, and, it's, not, it's no longer Black Lives Matter. And and where are the people living who are suffering the most uh, from all this uh, anarchistic violence? It is people in inner city communities They're having their grocery stores and their pharmacies burned down. I think they've had enough. Yeah, that will affect the minorities the most. Yep. Yeah, I think Absolutely. he does. I think he does better than people expect. That's my, yep. my hunch. I, I think we so had too. a good two weeks too. I think as yep. well. You bet. Alex, thanks a lot for the call. Good to have you here. Appreciate it. It's going to be fascinating to see, and we'll be here on election night. Uh, And who knows? You know, it may be big enough that it will be over with on election night, and uh, Biden can go back to his basement. Hope you have a great weekend. I will see you back here on Monday. Until then, God bless. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.